Well, 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 we back, baby. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome back to Man to Man, the best NBA podcast where we bring you the latest topics around the NBA. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoopstar Nash. Namaste. How's it going, my young soldier, my brother-in-law? What's your, what's your, what's your net, net, net word? <laughs> my net words, boy, my net words. <laughs> It's, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I had a little, uh, little vacation. You, you've been calling it a honeymoon, honeymoon all week. Uh, it was good though. It was very. Hold good. on, hold on. All right, so let's just break that down. To anybody who don't know, Liam, he found the love of his life on eHarmony. Facts, <laughs> crazy stuff. No, I'm just kidding. No disrespect to eHarmony or anything like that. Are you in love, Hoop? Uh, it was just a good weekend, special weekend. I had a good time. Put him on the hot speed. Yeah, put him on the hot seat. He's in love. <laughs> special, so, special weekend. Special weekend. Special person. Looks like you got some sun. Went out to the lake. Yeah. We probably been friends for what, um, fifteen years now, and I still have never gotten invitations to the lake house. <laughs> I, I think you would be on a long list of. I'll, a long. I'll list give you the of... special honeymoon. I'll give you the the whole experience. <laughs> Whatever, man. I got a little bit of water. Got a little. I know you like the. Uh, with the whiskey on rocks, I can bring some of that. Make yeah. it throw up a little bit. It'll be a good time. It would be. It would be. Anyways, Hoop, good stuff. Um, this is episode 31. Looks like we are uh, about at that time with uh, a dinner date with the playoffs. And uh, before we get into anything, just real quick, hey, we're looking good. We got the new merch, baby. We got the new merch. Let's yeah. Go. Yes, sir. First merch launched. We don't make any money off our episodes. We got rid of the stupid Anchor app. Sorry, Anchor. We don't really shout you out anymore simply for uh, because no one wants to hear the ad. But we have merch, cool merch. We're, we've sold about 15 shirts out of the 30 in two days. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's honestly unbelievable and amazing, and we're super grateful, and I'm thankful when people are texting me. Our first two purchases were – we're from my friends that are girls yeah. and they're like, we don't even watch the podcast, but we want to rock man to man gear. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. that's super cool to see almost teared up. I'm a Pisces. I get emotional. So it's cool <laughs> to see uh, where we have 15 more. We did make the rookie mistake. We don't have XLs or double XLs right now, but we did talk with our clothing guy over at forward clothing shout outs. And we will be getting a, uh, a new design. It'll be the same design here. It'll be on the side of the chest. Um, and we will be getting XLs and double XLs for our uh, big bone friends. Uh, they love their meat over there. So, uh, with that being said, all good is all good. Hoop, a uh, little, uh, little shout-out to Yaz Apparel real quick before we get in. The hottest streetwear available on the market. They got the most exclusive, exclusive fresh, trendy items, including different color set hoodies, T-shirts, and more that will fit perfectly in your everyday attire. NBA players like Jackson Hayes has a Yaz hoodie in his arsenal. And, hey, every item sold, they donate clothing to the homeless. It's a win-win. Plus, everything in the store is 50% off. You look good. You do it for good cause. That's yazapparel.club. Go check them out. We'll throw that link in the description. Now, a little recap of last week, Hoop, before we get into it. Hoop and I shared our excitement for the opening night of games, taking a closer look at Zion and his minutes restrictions, along with the two L.A. teams battling it out in a close game. Lakers ended up taking that game over the Clippers. But Liam did express some concerns from LeBron and his soldiers questioning if uh, you know they have enough chemistry to make it to the finals. We took a look at players and coaches both kneeling and standing during the national anthem, and uh, a guy by the name of Mr. T.J. Warren ordering his first 50-burger in the bubble. Now, Hoop, what do we got on the agenda for this week? Yeah, I mean, this week we'll uh, take a glance at the finalists for you know each of the NBA awards, MVP, Rookie of the Year, so on and so forth. We'll go into man-to-man, worthy, or keep it moving. And trust me when I say this, this one is going to be a little bit juicy with a little pickle, a little pickle and tomato. My young pickle and tomato. Coach, throw some mustard on there. Yes, sir. A little pickle and tomato for sure. Um, But then we'll get into a little more knickknacks along the way to finish out the episode. But let's just start out, you know, where we at the beginning with the awards. Um, We see that the finalists came out this week. Um, so the top three in each category gets picked on, and uh, we'll move on from there. That includes Most Valuable Player, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man Award, Most Improved Player, and, of course, none other than Coach of the Year. Put me in the game, Coach! Yes, sir. Put me in. But let's just go right into it. Let's start with the uh, the MVP for sure. Um, 
So the MVP race right now is finalists of Giannis Antetokounmpo, James Harden, and LeBron James. I guess we'll just start it off with a question and uh, ask you, who do you got for a front runner here? Who, who Who's your oh, guy? Man, this is tough. I got Harden. Wait, psych. All right, listen, brother. I'm a LeGoat fan. He's not the GOAT after watching MJ Doc. All right, blah, blah, blah. Le- I got LeBron. All right, I got LeBron. Uh, but, you know, obviously Giannis is this front runner to win this back-to-back MVP award. Um, it's got to be LeGoat James, though. Let me break it down for you. This year that LeBron James has had, resurrecting that Lakers franchise, their Lakers roster, it's got to stand for something. When we look at the numbers, on his way to leading the Lakers to the top seed in the Western Conference, James is averaging about 26 points, shooting about 50% from the field, a little over 10 assists and eight boards in just 64 games. James's 10 assists per contest is a career-high mark for the 16-year-old veteran that's, that's first in the NBA, by the way, let me add. Uh, what LeBron James did this season has no precedent in the annals of the NBA, in any NBA history. No one in year 17 or beyond has ever posted a higher value repla- over replacement player, even though James played only 60 games, 64 games right there, right? So, um, like we're talking about with his age, you know, 35 or older, no one has ever turned into a better box plus minus player is what we like to call it only five players have averaged at least 20 points five rebounds and five assists we'll dig into those numbers uh past the age of 35 james topped all of them scoring about 27 points and assist uh 10 assists leading the league in dimes for the first time in, in his career while propelling the lakers to the top of the western conference finals or the western conference so I'm going to stop you here, and I'm going to make the argument because I think it's it's only fair for us and our listeners to hear. I think it's I think it's Giannis this year for sure because not only has he been the best player on the best team in the league, but by winning percentage and in the net rating, he himself has been the best player on the floor, hands down, in the NBA this year. Giannis ranks fifth all-time in player efficiency rating. And, I mean – he won MVP last year, and this is where my points are going to come in is that Giannis won it last year, and his numbers are getting better, okay? I mean, he, I mean, he's everybody talks about him lacking the shooting confidence and making points and stuff, and he's been at the top at, uh, of the leaderboards on the shooting efficiency and scoring efficiency, which is pretty much unheard of for a guy his size because the next closest guy to him is Harden. You know, right. and he's up for right. this award as well. So to see a big guy doing this and 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 at the way he's doing it, I think it's you know just pretty hands down in that sense. But uh, he's 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 not only an offensive player, which he's shown, but he's also we'll talk about it in a second. But he's also up for defensive players as well. Um, so then my last point here would just be like him as a player. From last year, he's getting better. He won the MVP last year, and he just he's just consistent. I mean, he's a consistent superstar in the NBA all year long, and he will be only one of 11 players to win it back-to-back. And I think that's where I, I, I have to draw that line. Yes, LeBron James does this type of thing every single year, but Giannis, we have to you know kind of give credit where credit's due. In the, in the sense of the name and, and, and give it to a, a guy. Let that me did. just stop you here, Hoop. Listen, I know Giannis has the probability of winning the MVP, but let's make a little bet here because we like to gamble, right? Of course, of course. $50 that you never paid me because I, I called it out. <laughs> Lamar Jackson won MVP. This guy I called Brady. Um, so if Giannis does win it, we'll call it even, but I'll go ahead and do a double or nothing. I think it's going to be Bronny. But here's my whole thing with the whole MVP, and I think they need to change this. They don't take it. They don't take the playoffs into consideration when it comes to these players with these awards. Only the regular season. So that's when I'm like, okay, well, LeBron is LeBron. He sits out. He's not like a Kawhi, where he's to the extent of load management, sitting out every other game, because he likes to play in front of his fans and he likes to get these awards. There's no doubt about it. But that's where Giannis comes in. He has to play every single game for that Bucks team, and especially when he sits out. I mean. Nonetheless, if he uh, sits out of the game, they don't even have an offense. So Giannis, I feel like, produces more on a Bucks team 
uh, than LeBron does on a Lakers team. And that's the only like leeway I can see with Giannis um, winning that award over LeBron. Right. And I think I, th- I almost make it, I make that a point because like Giannis does so much more for the, the Bucks. You know, you take him off the Bucks and he's not, the Bucks aren't good. The Bucks will barely, I in my eyes, barely push the playoff contentions and making it into the playoffs. And that's where I, I, I like the MVP race in, in terms of the best player for the team. And that's what Giannis is because if you take LeBron off the Lakers, they still have AD, and that's probably why, you know, numbers-wise, LeBron's numbers aren't as good as Giannis's and whatnot. But MVP is the best player that makes his team better. And without Giannis, I agree. I think the Bucks are, are, are not a not a playoff contending team. So that's I, I just don't know if I like that. They need to take the whole season, like including the postseason, because the MVP is never a guy who doesn't make the playoffs. Right. It's always the guy on pretty much usually the best team, right? So it, that just doesn't make sense to me. I know they try to make it like as fair as possible. Is like if I had to take a guess, but if you if you bring these in, uh, these awards all the way to the end, you know, after the finals, it, it, it would be LeBron. Right. If especially with the Lakers won the finals, LeBron would get MVP of the finals, and and he'd get MVP. That just makes more sense in my eyes. So I don't know why they just they don't take the postseason in consideration. Right. You make a good argument because I do. I would like to have that part of the, you know whatever they call it these days, the algorithm or the, or the you know, take it into consideration. Um, or even all the way up to the finals, you know, and then have the finals, yeah. awards, and, and whatnot. But yeah. let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. I think we had a good little debate there. It's good, you know, a little back and forth. Um, yeah. Let's go into Rookie of the Year, though. We uh-huh. have uh, John Morant, of course, Zion, and Nunn, all us finalists. I guess I'll go ahead and say I think it's going to be Ja. Do we have? Do you have a rebuttal there? I probably agree there. Probably Ja Morant, Zion Williamson. If he was healthy, if he was healthy all season, then I think clearly he would take that award. But it's got to be Ja, especially with that young core leading the Grizzlies to the or the the West and that to the eighth spot. They're not doing so hot right now, but hey, they don't take the playoffs in consideration. Like I keep saying, so Ja for sure regular season. For sure, for sure. All right, let's move. Keep on moving then. Let's go into. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year. So for me, this is probably the the next hardest you know award besides the MVP to judge. I mean, who do you? I guess I'll just ask you that. Who do you think deserves this? Because when it comes down to my eyes, I only have two players really in mind. It's Giannis and AD. We know we all know about the the Rudy Gobert situation and the COVID instinct, and I think that kind of hurt him in contentions of any awards this year. But our finalists are, just so you guys know, if you don't know, is Gobert, Anthony Davis, and Giannis. So tell me what you think here. Who, who do you got one in there? Who do you think deserves this? I, 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 I'm going to say AD, although he does need a brow wax at the Skin Studio, dude. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got AD on this one. Averaging – almost 10 rebounds, two and a half blocks, one and a half steals per game. On top of that, he's also averaging about 27 points, three assists per game on the offensive side of the floor. His impact here is clear enough on that stat sheet, but on the court, it's even more crystallized. Like throughout his first season with the Lakers this year, Davis has used, you know, his six foot 10 frame, elite athleticism uh, to defend, you know, all these opposing players. He loves to play defense. He's came out with that. And he's made his Lakers co-star LeBron James' life so much more easier. AD, in my opinion, dominates in his own matchup in most cases, but also has the ability to switch out, guard anyone on the floor at any size, and be one of the best rim protectors in the game. That versatility and dominance that he has makes him the front runner in my book. Right. I think I I think I agree with you here. I think I I don't know if we brought this up, but if you're gonna give Giannis, you know, the front runner for MVP. Last time I heard of uh, MVP and defensive player year, both in the same year, it's very hard. So as a voter, I think you should look and, and think, like, if you're going to vote for Giannis in the, in the MVP race, because obviously he's such a front runner um, right now, I think none other than AD deserves this, this, this award the most. 
on my in my eyes, and just his presence, the 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 defensive minded uh, play that he brings to this Lakers team, who now are all in on defense, and and it's very clear to see. I think that's something to to take into account. So I think I'm with you on AD. I think that's a good I like AD. I don't think Ruby's gonna get it, uh, Rudy. Um, kind of weird everybody out this year, so I think he lost a couple votes there. Yeah. Let's keep it keep it going here. We'll uh, go to sixth man of the year. We got Lou Williams, Montrez Harold, and uh, Schroeder um, for OKC. I, I, I'll go ahead and say I think I got Lou Will. I think it's pretty hands down with these finalists that Lou Will is obviously the best sixth man. He's been the sixth man before, so – you are you in grace with uh, that? I got Lou Will. Respect to Lou Will. He's he's got that vet status and he's kind of stayed where he's at. He's not a starter. He likes coming off the bench. He likes to run with that second group. I would say Montrez Harrell is has you know he's been a big big role for that Clippers team. Lou Will still on that same roster. Um, Schroeder, kind of a no name to me when we're talking about these other two guys. I got Lou Will on this one. All right. So next one, the last players award that we have is most improved. We got two more. We got two more. Oh, two more. Two more. Not this. Oh, yeah. We got uh, the coach. Yeah. Coach. Put, put me in a game, coach. Okay. So, so last player award we got. Um, so most improved. Um, go. What do you, I'll, I'll just open it up to you. I, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, well, I got most improved. So yeah. We got know. Brandon Ingram, Kendrick Nunn. Or Bam Adebayo and Luka Doncic. I'm sorry. Um, what do you got here? Who Who's your guy here? I got my guy B.I., dude. Brandon Ingram was good, my slender man. Ingram. Brandon Ingram's got to get the most improved. Ingram has improved each season he's been in the league. In just three seasons, he's become an NBA All-Star in a tough Western Conference. His games continue to get better. And he's taken on that, res- that leadership role with the Pelicans. Uh, when a team needs a big shot, there's a good chance for Ingram to have the ball in his hands. We've seen him have the ball in his hands in last-second shots before in this bubble. Uh, and if you take Ingram off the Pelicans, the team will miss a good amount of scoring. They still got J.J., but that's about it with their scoring. They got Zion to take it in. Lonzo's got like five points a game. I don't know what's going on with him yet. Uh, but Ingram, Brandon Ingram, um, you know, he's starting to understand the game more, and he's learning to make the right decision in different situations. He's showing signs that he will be a top 10 player in the league soon. Um, I don't know if it'll be next year or the year after, but he's got great potential. I think he'll be a, a 15 player or a 15 year player in this league. I will, I'll stop you here and I'll, I'll just tell you, I, I don't agree with, with Brandon Ingram's pick. I think it's Luca. I think Luca deserves it. I mean, there's really no question about it. And, and here's why. I mean, last year, right? He's become an all-star. His name come up, came up multiple times this year, early in the season for MVP. And the thing that really just kind of blows my mind is that the the jump in points per game, which is about you know seven and a half per game, in the same amount of minutes. He only has a, an average of one point one, I think, minutes extra from last year to this year. And that means so his scoring is twenty nine points per game that's fifth he's 9.9 rebounds or 9.5 rebounds per game that's 16th in the league and then he's at nine uh, assists a game and that's third right behind Harden and you just think he's cute yeah yeah stat him up coach we, right, let me get my notebook out real quick dude <laughs> and that's on here I mean that's Harden and, and LeBron James the only people that have more assists than him and I just want everybody to think about it because this is only his second year in the NBA. Like last night, uh, last year we knew that he was a star, right? But, I mean, every year he looks more and more like a superstar and it's just going to continue. And I think he, like I said it before, I think he deserves credit where credit's due. And this is this is the, the year that he, he deserves the most credit because last year to this year we knew he was a star. We didn't really know – what he to expect exactly from this year? Is he going to do the same? Is he going to take a step back? He took a, a big step forward, and I mean, he's clearly shown us that he's going to be, you know, pretty much a household name for for the NBA for years to come. I got you. I got you. Let me stop you here. Who? I mean, 
<laughs> he goes, I like Luca. I'm gonna stop I like you. Luka. I stopped you, and you gonna stop me now. I'm gonna stop you. I just don't agree with this. We're talking about the most improved player out of these three. All right. Obviously, Luca Doncic is is having a historically great season, right? But this award is all about how you've improved from last season. He was a stud last season. You just mentioned it. He won Rookie of the Year. And this year he was, you know, being close to, uh, you know, being nominated for that MVP. We talked about Luka going to be the MVP, you know, first couple uh, games, weeks into the into the NBA season. Um, but in, in the words of Luka himself, he doesn't even deserve he, – he's like, I don't deserve the award, the award. And quite frankly, I don't know if he'll accept it if he gets, if he, uh, gets chosen. But um, this is my thing with Luka. Yes, the sophomore should be nominated for Rookie of the Year. I get it. I get it. But no, he shall not take thy throne from Slenderman. <laughs> Buckets bring him, Mr. Brandon Ingram. It's got to be B.I. Buckets bring him, Mr. Brandon Ingram. Uh, well, well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll have to wait till the the voting comes out, and we'll uh, we'll see who actually wins. <laughs> but uh, I guess that was good. That was a good little debate we had there. I think uh, you won that one, or I did. I don't know. I think we'll let the listeners decide. Just let the listeners decide. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And throw it in the comments. Throw it in the comments. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's move on. Maybe 2 Let's uh, let's move on to the last award. Our coaches. We gotta, you know, thank our coaches. They put us in the game. Um, you know, put me in, coach. Put me in the game, coach. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm on a minute restriction. Coach, please put me in that game. Right. Put him in the game if he wants to. He's the coach. Funny, funny story. I'll, I'll bring it up real quick before we yeah, get into this. Yeah, let's do it. I uh, love stories. Um, so my quick story is here. So I, I've been known to be a shit talker and, and talk a lot of stuff and question everything that the referee says. Um, yep. If you're a true listener, you probably know that. Or if you know me as a basketball player, whatever. But I would always, you know, anytime I would like talk back to a ref, I would always add coach to the end of it. So it's like I'm talking to my coach like, that ain't a foul, coach. That ain't a foul, coach. <laughs> and and that's what I would use. And I would be like, and if the referee would be like, you can't say that, I'm saying, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my coach. Like, oh, like, Mike, you ain't, you ain't <laughs> slide by that, bro. <laughs> that's not you slick. You ain't sly. That ain't no, I slick. Think, I think the funniest part with the coaches were, you know, you would, you would pull up like a 35-footer and you would say to their coach, he can't guard me, coach. You would just look at him and say, he literally cannot. You would go up to him and be like, coach, he can't guard me. I was like, dude, who does this, dude? Who actually goes up to their coach and says that? So it's pretty fucking funny, dude. Pretty hysterical, actually. All right, we got the coaches. Yeah. They probably get a lot of shit talk to them. The refs are called coaches. They're all the same, right? Right. Um, so coach of the year, we got uh, Budenholzer for the Bucks. Billy Donovan for Oklahoma City Thunder, and of course Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse for the Raptors. Um, I think it's pretty pretty easy for me. I think I think I got Boonholzer for the Bucks just because they have the best record in the NBA. Um, I don't know if yeah. you got a yeah uh, Boonholzer. Yeah, uh, you run a good pick and roll, dude. Congrats. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I mean, we gotta give a shout out to Nick Nurse and what the Raptors are doing without Kawhi this year. But Heard. I think. I don't think you can edge out the best record in the NBA. I think that carries a lot of weight as a coach, and it's a good good feat to have under your name. By so. the way, no, no disrespect to that. Obviously, I'm an idiot, and I don't know what kind of plays the coaches call. They do a phenomenal job. Budenholzer's <laughs> killing it with the Bucks again, year two, like first in the – or I guess they were second last year, but you know what I'm saying. He's killing it. So, yeah, coach of the year, congrats. Yeah, you get a trophy. For sure. All right, let's, uh, let's transition to uh, – uh, man to man, I guess we. I think I think we've been calling it man to man worthy or keep it moving. So yeah. we'll, we'll we'll keep the name here. So man to man worthy or keep it moving. Mm-hmm. This is the juicy section I was talking about, and we're gonna, give me that juice, coach. And we're gonna get juicy right off of the bat. Um, so first up on the docket, we got Damian Lillard and Paul George. They get at it on Twitter. Um. They got a little beef going back. Tell me, is this man-to-man worthy or are we Oh, it's worthy, my guy. All right, let me try to break it down to you as well as I can. Um, so, um, yeah, Portland Trailblazers played the Clippers a couple of days ago earlier this week. 
Dame's chatting it up, you know, doing Dame what he does. He's, you know, chirping at Pat Bev. You know, Pat Bev's a guy who likes to talk a lot of shit at, like, you, Hoop. And so, toward the end of the game, the Trailblazers are down one with about a minute left. Dane Dollar goes to the line. He's like an 85-plus percentage free-throw shooter. Misses both free throws. Pat Bev, Marcus Morris, those guys are acting like children on a playground on the sideline and saying, it's Dame time, it's Dame time. <laughs> Pretty much just getting his head, talk a lot of shit. Dame gets interviewed after the game. He says, I'll take that as a sign of respect because I put uh, Paul George out of the playoffs last year. Wave goodbye to him. Then he had to switch teams, kind of funny. And then Pat Bev, I've sent him out of the playoffs too when he was on that Rocket squad. So I'll take it as a sign of respect. Paul George chirps back. He says on Instagram, him and Pat Bev got an inside joke. Cancun on three, Paul George says. And then we about to send you home this year, my guy. Respect. And then Dane Dillard chirps back. He's like, um, bro, you keep running from team to team. Like, you running from the grind, man. I'm here. Look at you, you clowns are some jokers or something like that. And then this is where the family members get involved. This is nuts. <laughs> Dame Lillard's sister, she's hood. She's ratchet. I'm rocking with her, though. I'm Dame team. I'm Lily team Lily Pat, all right? So she says, um, hey, Pat Bev, you knocked up. You, your wife is a stripper. You knocked her up. You paid for her tits, her Botox, her lips, her face. Um, Pat Bev's wife, I guess, you know, sent a selfie on Instagram. I don't know what's going on. She looks busted as hell and then paula george's <laughs> wife chirps on instagram and i think she says um i guess calls dame lillard's sister uh, um, a hating ass whore who was also a cow damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn son where'd you find that so i don't know man it's it's getting real you see a bunch of nba players they're like are y'all good bradley beal being one of the guys tweeting out yo are y'all okay is everything good Hey, I'm going to go back to the testosterone. No women in the bubble. They're building it up, man. They got a lot of juice, if you know what I mean. Um, so I guess my question to you is here, because we have to have questions throughout the doc. Paul George says that he has had more success with his first team, which is our beloved Indiana Pacers, Pacer Nation, baby, um, than Dame Dollard at, at uh, the Portland Trailblazers. So do you agree with this? Um. So to answer your question, I would say no because I think Dame Dollar makes a good point here. He, he he says, you know, the grind. And Paul George, we've seen him not only lead a Pacer team only to the playoffs and, and whatnot. Or what, I mean, he's a good player, so it was good to have him on the team. But then he jumps from OKC. He didn't get it done, done in OKC, so there's no, no real, like, true – satisfaction of you know like i'm doing it for the for the team i'm doing it for the city and then he jumps on with Kawhi, the fucking machine or whatever that you fuck yeah. you want to call him pretty much a cheat code right and so to answer your question directly i would say no because i'm i'm the guy that will grind it out for my city i always rep my city i always i'm i mean damian lillard is the guy for me like that is my guy and I love it. I mean, I love Twitter beef. I love it. I mean, keep it coming. But I'm with I'm with Damian Lillard on this one. I mean, Paul George is kind of a kind of a bitch in my, in my eyes. So, uh, listen, listen. I, I like Paul George, but not really though because he caused a lot of hate in my heart, and yeah. it was a lot of we we both had to go through it, man. Uh, Paul George's greatest accomplishment for the Pacers is taking LeBron and the Heat to Game 7 and then proceeding to score nine points in that Game 7. So, we I know, we were at, I think we were at Hooters eating some wings. Some Hooters, the, yeah. Down. Yeah, some Mickeys or something. By halftime, man, I, I just I gave up because yeah. we took them, man. We had a great squad. We had Lance, PG, David West, Roy Hibbert, some other guys coming off the bench. I think Ron Artest was in the stands juicing up a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he just caused a lot of hate in my heart. And, um, I mean, I loved getting rid of Paul George, honestly, because we traded Paul George one all-star for ultimately two all-stars in the making, Victor Lodipo and Domas Bonus. Yeah, I think that's... I'm team Lilypad. Team Lilypad will agree. Yeah, I think so. For huh. sure. For sure. For sure. But keep I, it coming, baby. I was going to say, keep the Twitter beef coming, though. I like to read it, and uh, we'll definitely... I'm learning, baby. I'm learning tonight. Let's go. But we'll definitely keep it coming on if there's more Twitter beef for sure. But let's go into the next one here. We got um, Draymond Green. He goes on TNT, thinks he's going to be an analyst after his career, I guess, and uh, he gets fined 50K. Uh, yeah. Is this worthy, or are we uh, keeping it moving in? <laughs> 
He pretty much tampered, right? Devin Booker, get get the hell out of Phoenix. Um, Ernie Johnson kind of threw him on the bus. I was going to say, we mentioned that when it happened. It was like, he kind of threw him under the bus there. If he didn't say he's that tampering. Well, we'll keep it moving, but listen, like, it was it, it's just it was such an awkward pause after he says, well, man, Devin Booker and her son's got to go in open, but, like, Booker, man, he got to get out of Phoenix. And then I think everyone knew because they got experience up there every single night, and they're just like, yep. sipping my lips. <laughs> now, is that tampering? I don't know. Or, or, and Draymond's like, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. If he if he would have said if he would have said no, nah, I'm just I'm just joking around. Probably maybe not. But I mean, Ernie Johnson, no no disrespect, but don't you can't be throwing people in the you bus can't like that, throw, man. I think Ernie's in that a little bit. At least yeah. throw a little ten k. <laughs> right. You got paid. Right, hey, but here's my question with these fines. Just a little little side question here. You get fined 50, 25, 75, however much. You're Dion Waiters smoking weed on the plane. What do you are you financing that fine or how does that work? Do you just give them a fifty thousand dollar check because you can sign something like that or how does that work? That's got to be still pretty like a crucial check to write. Right. So I'm I'm if I if I remember correctly, I think you can either pay it up front or at the end of the season when all your like all your payouts come because some of the little bit of interest though, little bit of interest. Yeah. So once you're you're because most of the, some of these guys are on you know season payouts so they get paid throughout the season and off season they don't get paid so once the season ends you can you can pay that fine or whatever so if you get like four or five accumulated fines you got a big hefty check to pay for the nba draymond's but, always been known to get fines like that let's keep it moving though yeah yeah let's keep it moving uh next up we got ben simmons big yeah Big, big injury here. Is this worthy, or are we keeping it moving here? Oh, man. I think the sixes are overrated, but let's talk about Benny Boy Simmons, right? Do I don't know. What's going on? You're not going to be able to make a three now, my guy. Uh, that's kind of messed up. Um, um, hopefully, Simmons is okay. Something with his left kneecap, they're calling it a, a, a sub uh, subluxation. Is that correct? I have no idea what that word is. You did good. And his left kneecap. It's good. It's good. All right. Yeah. You did all right, uh, man. You did all right, bro. <laughs> and I passed fifth grade. Um, so it pretty much, yeah, Simmons left the bubble. Uh, he's going to have to have surgery. But he does so much for the Sixers team on both ends of the floor. He's their most versatile defender. Um, and he's, you know, able to switch from post to perimeter players, guarding them, the one through five. He leads the team in steals per game. The steals lead to consistent buckets on the fast break opportunities. Third in the team in defensive rebounds. Leads the team in assists. He does all these things for the 76ers. So I got to ask you, what does this mean for the 76ers? They're in that sixth seed right now, that sixth spot. Well, I'll say this. I think they're pretty much fucked. They are fucked. They are fucked. <laughs> hey, ring that Liberty Bell. Ding, 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 ding. Because you are. Wah, wah, wah. Fucked, my guy. I think they're pretty much fucked. Uh, <laughs> I, I had them uh, possibly making the run to the playoffs and making it back to where they were. The last year was the first year we actually got to see them healthy. Um, and they made a run. They made it to game sevens against the defending champions. And, but... From now on, you have to question their their healthiness, and I think I've definitely now understand that. But that just means more emphasis on Embiid on both ends of the floor. Embiid pretty much has been almost picture perfect in Orlando in my eyes, and you know now more will fall on his shoulders. Um, but for Embiid to to be relied on so much, I think it's hard for him because he's kind of a streaky player. So that means that the other <laughs> other players on the on the team, you know, like Milton or an Alex Burke or Matisse Thybul, even yeah. even the the even the young young guys, um, they will have to you know be sure to to take on a bigger role. But my biggest two people that I think that should definitely make an impact on stepping up is Tobias Harris and Al Horford. Both of them, I would call them both of them now are kind of much like kind of veterans really two players yeah. yeah veterans they got some years under them you you see uh tobias harris and and Thibel's, uh vlogs he's a Vlog. leader yeah, yeah he's a leader man he he's the first one to speak up he's like this is what you should do this is how you do it so i think they have to really rely on those you know veteran presence and only other thing i, I think for the sixers 
is that Brett Brown. He's going to have to make really crucial in-game, you know, decisions and adjustments based on who they who they're facing and and how the game is going. But right yeah. now, it looks like they'll have to face this, the Celtics in the first round. Hey, right? good luck. And well, that's. Hey. We'll we'll go ahead and just pass you the broom. Right. No. I, 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 I think they'll get a game on the Celtics. Yeah. I we mean, can't we Pacers can't slide to that six though? That yeah. we we don't want to. The Celtics are they locked in that third spot? They're a scary team right now. Right. So I I think all in all, Celtics kind of call it a, a bust year just because of this. But don't Sixers. Ca- Sixers. Or, or yeah, for the Sixers. But don't count them out against the Celtics though, because no, hey Liam, can I just uh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, can I just do that Liberty Bell thing again just for the, the promo video after this? Yeah, go ahead. So. Okay, okay. Right. <clears throat> hey, ring that Liberty Bell because the Sixers are ding, 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 screwed. Because I didn't want to say the F word in, in the promo after that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's very right, – cool. I mean, that was very well done. I, I, I appreciate like you. The, the ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I mean, pre- no, that's, that's how, I've never been to Philly, dude. I guess that's how it sounds. <laughs> Anyways, it's broken. I broke the bell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Huge sidetrack. That's what right, we. That's, that's what you get at my demand. We're we just yeah. we just shoot we the just, shit. Oh, yeah. We just oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just shoot shit, baby. Man, I gotta I gotta upload my guns on M4, dude, or on COD. I'm only on M4 old skin clout. All right, let's keep it moving. We're shooting the shit. Let's do it. All right. So next up, we ha- will have the Suns. The Suns are the only undefeated team. Left in the bubble, is this worthy? Are we uh, keeping it moving here? Uh, Yeah, did God come down from heaven and bless Devin Booker or what, dude? He needs to come on my team. Um, Yeah, let's talk about it. It's worthy. We're, we're going to hit the brakes here. Devin Booker hits a game winner over the Clippers uh, with Paul George and Kawhi. It, it was nuts. You know, he just kind of laid on the floor and said, come on. It was like a Dane Lillard, like, laying on the floor last year. When he hit that shot, he just laid on the floor. Let me get hyped up by my teammates. It's sick. To, it's cool to see the Suns because no one thought the Suns were going to do anything. They're so much better than everyone thought they were. Um, but, they, yeah, they're 5-0 and right now. Um, they, they stormed back into this playoff contention. And uh, Phoenix is currently just a, a half game back behind the Portland Trailblazers for that number nine spot in the Western Conference and just two games back of the eight-seeded Memphis Grizzlies. The Suns have every opportunity – to reach a play-in tournament for this final playoff spot in the West, particularly if Devin Booker continues to excel like the way he is. Booker right now, especially in this, is completely dominant, and he's averaging 30 points, 7 assists, and 3 rebounds, and he's shooting 63% from the true shooting mark. Right. I think that's that's uh, pretty much how it is. Um, they beat our late, or their, under, their only team that's undefeated right now, and they beat our Pacers. Right. And then they were, they were also, when they played the Heat, uh, later on this week, a couple of days ago, they were actually favorites to uh, win the game, minus one thirty, and right. they beat the Heat. Right. I think it, I think they're good. Um, only so the only correction here it, now that we know that the games are over, Portland has actually moved ahead of the Memphis Grizzlies and into that eight uh, spot. They're not even watching the games right now. Yeah. So just right now, Portland's an eight. So Portland is now taking over that eight spot. Let's go. So Memphis Grizzlies is nine, but yeah, the Suns are the only other team that really has contention. So I think it's definitely worthy here, and I I, I applaud Devin Booker and everything that he's been doing. And hopefully, I will I will I will I will detract what I said earlier in this season oh, in previous episodes. Man. He would be an all-star. He is. Look at him, dude. He's the prettiest boy out there, too. Hoop, I know you like that. Oh, you are. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. Hoops and love. Hoops and love. Sorry. <laughs> he went on the honeymoon, so. But, yes, I I'll, think. I'll, I'm taking honeymoon applications, so, I mean, shoot, I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with Devin Booker. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm glad that he's doing as well as now, as well as, well as he is doing now. Because right. next year this is only will help him, and he'll definitely yeah. be an all star for years to come. And yeah. I will I will back him on that point from, from now on. From now from on, now for on. sure. Thank you, Hoops. Thank, Thank you. you. You you've convinced me. He's convinced yeah. me. So um, right, let's keep it moving. Who we got next up? Last on the docket, we got the Pelicans and the Wizards. Yeah. Are the first two teams eliminated from the playoffs? 
Yeah, are we keeping it moving or are we uh, worthy here? Uh, now the NBA has to completely shut down because that's the only reason they did this whole bubble thing because they wanted Zion to make a bubble and they wanted all these rain blah, blah, blah. Keep it moving. See you, Zion. All right. We'll, uh, we'll just yeah. – we'll, Yeah, we're calling out Zion. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's bench it out real quick. We'll leave it as that. And uh, I guess that will do it for the uh, man-to-man worthy or keep it moving. Love it. Love it. Thank you guys for staying with us. You are listening to Man to Man, the best NBA podcast out there where we will bring you the latest topics around the NBA. <laughs> what? <laughs> what you over there laughing about? Man to Man podcast bringing best. Yeah, it's good stuff. We talk about basketball. Yeah, of course. Um, but our second half of this episode is brought to you by StatiCapper.com. StatiCapper is here to simplify your quantitative analysis in the gambling world. StatiCapper oh, yeah. can be, um, you know, for a whole range of people. Um, if you're new to betting or you've been a vet in this league, as we like to say, me and you are probably vets in this league by now. I'll take it. Um, me and Twisington, we use it every single day to see where we can get our Every edge, single day. Where we can get our edge on our bets. So go check the Static Capper out. That's staticapper.com. Help build a community of people who enjoy sports betting and provide useful insights to help the community to win. Man, I will say, dude, I love Static Capper, but I, I'm, I'm pretty much as broke as the McDonald's ice cream machine right now. Ice cream machine broke. I'm broke. So I haven't, I mean, I like to bet when Hoop and I do these bets, um, Hoop, you're usually the one that puts more money than me on it. And you do all these ridiculous parlays that you somehow win all the time. Um, so I try to throw you, you know, some bucks here and there. But uh, that ice cream machine is broke for now. Let's get the merchandise going. Then, you know, you might see like a $50 bet. Right now, I'm just like 10 bucks. I'm going to win anything off $10. Right, you gotta make you gotta make a big bet to win big. Uh, that's how that's how I look at it. Um, but I've, I've been good so far this year. I think my record is nine and six now. I've had three in a row these last week. I was on the honeymoon, as you're saying. I, oh my gosh! I lost all the three on the honeymoon, so maybe I, I took a step back. Um, but I think I'm gonna start it back up. Tomorrow. Lost all three on the honeymoon because you weren't paying attention to what you were betting on. <laughs> yes, for sure. But. Uh, so let's jump into this second half. Of course, we got our game of the week, our player of the week, and of course our Pacers segment. But let's jump into uh, game of the week here. Uh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. No what do you got for the for the game of the week here? Game of the week: Jazz Nuggets. Bam! Saturday night, double overtime, one thirty four, one thirty two. Nuggets. This game was nuts. Jamal Murray first game back in the bubble, um, and for the struggling Nuggets. Their team, they needed him. It was very evident that they needed this guy. Uh, they missed his presence dearly. 23 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists, almost a triple-double. Ding, ding, ding. The price is right. Come on down, Jamal. Um, you actually <laughs> you also got leaked on the internet a couple months ago. If y'all didn't see that, go check it out. It's crazy. Um, so they won. <laughs> you just going to blast uh, my won. guy like that? you just going to blast him? Yeah, blast it. How are they leaking everything? Side note, Donovan Mitchell, just go check out Donovan Mitchell on Google. Just leak something on live. I think he's with a lady in the hotel room right now. Chill out, D. Um, but, yeah, you know, on the other hand, Nikola Jokic for the for the Jazz. He's not for the Jazz. He's for the Nuggets. Yes. Um, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, almost a triple dub as well. And then on the Jazz side, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, they do what they do. They they act like they like each other. I think they do. Maybe it's their that they're you know playing a, a play here. But uh, Mitchell, 35, 8, and 6. Gobert, 22, 13. That's our game of the week. It was nuts. I mean, the game lasted forever. Our Pacers were on, um, so they wouldn't change the channel. I know NBA TV and all that. Yeah, it was, but it was yeah. a good game. Yeah. I think it was a really good game. I think the only thing – I mean, it was our, our first time – to actually see like a play playoff atmosphere a little bit, you know, um, this this could I think could easily I mean I, as it looks in the in the standings now I think it's easily could be a first round matchup, and we got a taste I think both of these teams kind of needed this you know kind of refresher, real playoff atmosphere type I guess you couldn't say atmosphere because it's 
we're in the bubble, but this atmosphere, this atmosphere in which the playoffs could be, you know, perceived well, it feels, in. It, it yeah. feels like it. Those guys are locked in. They don't care about the fans or anything. Yeah, it helps on like home. Uh, excuse me, home court advantage and everything like that. But these guys are locked in, and it and it feels like even when you're watching it and it's getting close like that, man, it feels this is fun to watch. Right. So definitely a good game. If you I like get butterflies in my stomach, bro. I don't I'm, know just about I'm just kidding. I'm just. You want to hang out sometime? You want to hang out? <laughs> All right. Um, moving right along, then uh, let's go into player of the week. No bias here. No bias here. Oh yeah, right. We will have to say um, T.J. Warren. He's playing basketball. Yeah. Big Tej. He's playing basketball like 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 nobody else right now. I don't even know if he's human or what. But if you've missed it, you gotta go check him out. Try to catch the next game for the Pacers. Oh wait, you can't because we're not on any national televised game. Oh wait, but so what does that mean for for people who are hearing about T.J. Warren on Instagram and Bleacher? What should we do about that hoop with people who aren't Pacers fans? And you know what? I'm actually still getting people that are saying the Pacers suck because they don't even watch basketball. Okay. See ya. We're gonna, I'm going to give you a pillow. I'm going to buy <laughs> keep, you a blanket too. Keep but sleeping. Is, keep are we, sleep. Do we let people in the um, the bandwagon? I don't know if it's a bandwagon yet, but we'll call it. Do we let people on the bandwagon of the Pacers? I think We haven't done anything yet, but that's the whole point. I think no one does anything yet before they do anything, right? Right. I think at the at the <laughs> end genius. at the end of the season you can hop on. We'll let you hop on by the end of the season. And then once the playoff starts and we might, you know, turn some heads, you can't jump on. We don't want you anymore. Right now yeah. we'll take you because we need it. We need some more, you know, exposure yeah. or whatnot. But once the playoffs start you can't hop on. Don't don't hop on this. We don't want to keep your keep your your names out or your, the name Pacers out your mouth. We don't want you no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know no, no I mean? Pacer Nation over here. T.J. Warren's balling out of control. Way better than Devin Booker right now. Way way better than Devin Booker. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Just a little rundown. So he scored 34 against the Wizards, 32 yes. against the Magic. Yes. He did have the the down game against the Suns that we did lose. Our only loss in the bubble. Uh, with 16, but he bounced back really big against the Lakers. He scored a whopping 39, one shot of a 40 burger. Um, I think I think it's safe to say for me. I guess it's a little biased, but I, I think he might be the best player in the, in the NBA bubble right now. Facts, um, dude. Facts. So I will say this though, knowing how good he's playing and kind of where everything else is, I'm just surprised they haven't drug tested my guy yet. Like, oh, yeah, drug testament away because that P is potent, brother. Right. That P, you find some 35 dubs in there, man. You might need a that's, – that's rarity, bro. You might need to sell that on eBay or something. Right. You I think – You got to throw man-to-man gear at T's, bro. Yeah, I think we should. I think we'll say, hey, shout out. We got some gear now. Here, here goes a shirt. Rock it we, out. We got some gear, and, um, you know, maybe we'll send you some, some cake in the bubble because guess what? Me and you, Hoop? We got a dinner date with the playoffs, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's yes, go. sir. Um, so just to recap for the Pacers segment real quick, we are 4-1. We are the second best record in the NBA um, bubble. So we've just been playing high. We're, we're a solid team, and I think we're, we'll make the playoffs and make and make make the playoffs and, and turn some heads as, as we're in it. But other than that, I don't know. What, where do you think where our, our Pacers can go from here? I think Pacers will stay in fifth. We're tied with the Heat right now. We play the Heat tomorrow. They're saying, I think Jimmy wants to play. Jimmy said, what the hell is wrong with Jimmy? Get in the game, get on the court, and get cooked by T.J. Warren. So we're playing the Heat. We're going to beat the Heat tomorrow, and then we'll take the four spot. (laughs) That would be cool. And then we play the Heat again, right? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. Okay. play twice. Twice this week. play them twice this week. And then this is the last week of games, is it not? Yeah. We're, this we're, is it. This is grind time, baby. This is seeding time. time. This is why they call them seeding games, baby. So I think I think we'll play the Heat. I think we got a good shot at the inexperienced Heat. I think they got lucky um, leading up until that coronavirus happened, the suspension, and you know they were balling out of control. That's where they sit at the fourth. But hey, Pacers are coming for you. 
we'll take you in the first round over the Celtics any day because Celtics whoop our ass every time. So um, we'll take you. I don't think Tyler Hero can guard like a Victor Oladipo. They might, they might need to put Jay Crowder on the guy. I think our team is just overall a great, solid squad, and not a lot of teams have that. We're not like a total dynamic duo. We have guys that come off the bench. We have top 10 shooters on our team. We have facilitators. We have rebounds. We have blockers. I mean, we're we're good. Right. We're good. I think so the we'll biggest thing. I think the biggest thing in the playoffs is you need good defense, good shooting, and 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 then and you need to get on those streaks. Right. It's a game of runs. Right. Game and of we're runs. and we're definitely a top ten defensive team. We have, like you just mentioned, top. Uh, we have three top fifteen shooters in the NBA behind the arc. So we're we're fine there. And we're on a hot streak. If we can just carry this over and, and get on a continue this run and keep it going, we could turn some heads and make it into that, that second round for sure. Let's do it, baby. Big, big week for the Pacers and for all these other teams that are trying to get into that Western Conference 8 spot right now. Yes, Interesting sir. to see how the ninth and the 8th are going to play it out. Right. If this is the last week of games, that ninth and the 8th, that's going to be a best two out of three. Or, you know, the ninth has to be the 8th twice. The 8th has to be the ninth once, vice versa almost um so that'll be interesting to see how the playouts for me hoop I, i'd like to see the the portland trailblazers in that eighth spot or at least their ninth and to get into that eighth spot after the play-in games to play the clippers maybe if they can even get into that seventh spot right or just get out of that first round and play the clippers i don't know dude yeah i think it'll be i think it'll be special and there's a lot more to come so with that i think this episode is a wrap Wrap it up, baby. Yes, sir. So uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Man to Man Podcast on Instagram and at Man to Man Pod on Twitter. Stay tuned this week. We will be dropping some more merch. Our second launch um, is coming out this next week. But I guess with that, we'll catch you next week, guys. Namaste to you guys. Namaste. Hey, Liam, I'm going to go ahead and say namaste. And then I'm also going to go say Pacer Nation, baby. <laughs> Straight hustling